I've had two run-ins with popcorn during my college days. The first one was when I was a freshman in college. I was It was evening time, about ready to take a shower, when my roommate burst into our bathroom and threw a bag of smoking popcorn into our running shower before I could get into it to prevent it from catching on fire. The other one is when I almost set something on fire. I was making popcorn in our townhouse kitchen and the entire room went up in smoke. (laughs) Thankfully, the fire department was right across the street and got here immediately. But you know, I had some great guys in our townhouse because technically I should have been fined for setting off the fire alarm for no reason. But they covered for me and acted like they didn't know what was going on. I'm Brandon Knight, and this is my Seminary Life College Stories edition. Welcome back, everybody. Glad to have you all here with us today. We're going to be talking about my academic journey, academic stories today. But there's a couple important things that you need to know as we get into this episode. First off, if you hear some light cooing in the background, actually, good job, son. Uh, That would be my son sitting here uh, riding shotgun with me as I record this episode. Say hi, son. Okay, so he's not going to say anything this time. That's okay. Go ahead. Take your time. The listeners want to hear you coo a little. What if I take your pacifier out? He's holding on to it. Oh, well. So, yeah, Brett or Cooper is. Why did I say Brett? Brett is my youngest brother. Cooper (laughs) is here with us today, and he's going to enjoy some stories with us. The other thing that you need to know before we get into our stories today is that there is My Seminary Life merch. That's right, everybody. Merch is now available. You can go to the link in the description on Facebook and Instagram to find our Teespring store account where you can get things like a t-shirt with the logo on it, socks with the logo on it, a mug with the logo on it, a glass that you can put beverages in, whatever beverage that you want, with the phrase, keep on studying on it. So you can find all those over at Teespring. And remember, when you support the show, you're not just supporting this show. You're helping me put food on the table for my family and helping me continue my education. So thank you for ahead of time for any purchases that you do. I will try to be consistent in regularly updating what is available on the store. It's kind of addicting to sit there. It's really simple to... Uh, set up an account and also get product together. I've got some ideas already for how to expand the content. So over the next several months, be looking for merch drops on social media. And I'll let you know here on the show as well when new pieces of merch come out. Merch. Okay, so we are here today to talk about academic life for me when I was in college. I was a I I graduated with a bachelor's of arts in biblical studies and a minor in communications which confused everybody. I think I made reference to that in the last episode. Normally normally in the world in the academic world that I was in 
whatever your major is, your minor was pretty closely related. So you had a lot of like biblical studies and youth ministry minors, biblical studies, and uh, they had just introduced a Bible translation minor when I was there, when I had just started college. Rarely did you find people who went outside of the box, like myself with my communications minor or my one friend who had a business minor. The reason why I had a minor in communications was because I had to write something down on the application sheet. And when I was in high school, I really liked speech class. I am so introverted. I do not like going to parties. I do not like being surrounded by a large crowd of people. But being on stage talking to a large group does not bother me, which is nice when you're a preacher. But I, I had to write something down, so I put down communication. But over time, I obviously I kept it for a couple reasons. First off, I began to realize that, well, if one of the most recognizable ways, recognizable things that a pastor does is preach on Sunday mornings, basically give a large speech in front of a group of people every week, it probably would help if I took some more public speaking courses. I was only going to take one preaching class. I might as well take these other courses to learn how to public speak. The other, one of the other reasons was because it was different. It was working a different part of my brain. So in the biblical studies ministry world, I was taking all these very, um, all these, all these courses that were engaging this part of my brain that was very logical, like truth and history and things like that. So it's very much like hard facts is what I was dealing with on the bib studies side. But then in the communications department, a lot of it was theoretical. Like we're talking about theories and how things could work. So it gave my brain a bit of a dopamine hit whenever I had two, you know, I had my one, you know, my Old Testament survey and then also um, biblical backgrounds or whatever. And then here's persuasion. Here's a class on interpersonal communication. I took a lot of fun courses in the communications department. I took stagecraft where I helped build the the uh, set for the spring musical that year. I took a film, faith, and popular culture class, which really is basically what we do now over at Systematic Geekology. I had a whole class to prep me for that podcast. I even took a class on C.S. Lewis. That is where my love for C.S. Lewis came. It wasn't a class from my Bib Studies degree. It was, it was a communications degree. We were studying his writings in order to better understand how he communicated, and which really should be more like an English, uh, like an English literary literary class, but whatever. And I think I've talked about it before back last summer when we did the C.S. Lewis series, that we met once a week in the evening at the professor's house. It was in the fall time. The air was crisp. He had his fireplace going. His wife made all of these snacks and fun beverages. If if it wasn't for the fact that our campus was a dry campus, I'm sure we would have had, you know, the nicer beverages, the good beverages, like you can get a keep on studying glass and drink from. But that was, you know, on the on the bib study side it was basically you know what you would expect a 
intro to the Old Testament, intro to the New Testament. I did take an ethics class, a preaching class, intercultural studies. I took uh, a semester of Greek, but it was my communications minor. It's kind of what kept me going on the, this is different at least. And I, I am enjoying different. So that's kind of the introduction to what I had to learn here. The big spiritual thing that came from this, I there's a constant conversation going on of, are we just teaching the same things over and over again? Are we just making the exact same type of ministers and preachers over and over again because we're only teaching the same thing over and over again? And there is some weight to that argument, I would agree. But really, it was my classes, and I'll talk more about this in a couple weeks when I get on the topic of my mental health. I'm going to do a whole episode on mental health here in a few weeks. But it was part of my healing in my mental health was going to my classes, going to chapel, and learning real truth about God, specifically this idea that God is our Father, and better understanding what that means, that God is our Father, and also studying more deeply this concept that God is near, and what does that mean? And this came up frequently, like I said, in classes, in chapel. This is what helped get me, This it helped heal me over time. One of the uh, one of the additional academic requirements for this is a, for my degree was, of course, gen ed classes like Science Matters. It didn't. Um, there was also, I'm trying to think if there's any other. We had a art appreciation class, which everybody loved to take, which normally is not the case. But everyone usually liked to take this art appreciation class. I can't think of what it's called now. Yeah. Because the professor was just so weird. Unfortunately, I had to take the online version. One thing that my college required was applied learning. And this was internship credits, I guess would be the simplest way to put it. One thing that you had to do was go on a cross-cultural field experience. So that was going overseas to Ireland and England and enjoying the sights and sounds of the UK. Or if you're poor like me, you go on a quasi-mission trip thing to Philadelphia where you help out a church, run their uh, children's program throughout the week, do random community service evangelism things throughout the week, and then go see the Rocky statue or the Liberty Bell or go to a Philadelphia Flyers game, which there was a fight within the first 30 seconds of the first period. It was amazing. Only hockey game I've ever been to, and I kind of want it to be the only one. <laughs> At this point, I got everything I wanted. We sat in the nosebleeds like the absolute last row. We were punching the press box anytime anyone scored. It was a lot of fun. Applied learning. I also had an internship at Grace. This is one of the weirdest things I did during my time at Grace. Because of my communications minor, that qualified me to be a part of a group of students who Grace was launching a new initiative. I forgot which one it was now. I can't forget what it was called now. Something to make... Edu it, was, it was to help make the education cheaper. And they 
hired, quote unquote, a bunch of interns, students who were communication majors, um, marketing majors, and then me, I had a minor in communications. That's how I got invited to the party. And we were to basically do the marketing work for this new initiative. And we were given a, a lot of applied learning credit in order to do it. It was a major failure. <laughs> it was, it was, it did not go over well at all. We could not get any traction on it. And I think eventually that whole, that whole marketing, like the actual marketing team, I think eventually got fired. I think like the actual ones, not us. We were just student interns. He's asleep. We'll see if he stays asleep. He spat out his pacifier. Usually he ditches it when he's like asleep, asleep. One thing I really appreciated about my um, academic life at Grace was that in the biblical studies department, finals weren't a thing. I've only taken a small handful of finals. Usually it was a final paper or a final project, which everybody hates final projects. Nobody likes getting together with a bunch of people. And there's always that one person who doesn't want to do any of the work. And then there's that other person who they're going to make all of the periods and commas and everything, the font size a little bit bigger in order to take up more space on the page. So you may make the page requirement quicker. I never understood that idea. Why is that an idea? I can remember one final project it was probably my it was my favorite final project a final project that i actually grew a slight reputation for it was one of the few times i went i actually went viral on campus a little bit it was for my persuasion class and we we had to make a commercial for a product it could be made a product it could be a real product whatever so me and this guy he is a cool dude older guy uh not like a not like a normal college student age we got paired up and he's like, I, I want to make a commercial that shows that such and such soda can make you classy. Like that's the tagline. Such and such soda makes you classy. I was like, oh, okay, sure. That sounds fun. So basically how it worked was he wrote it, shot the scenes, did some of the voiceover work. I was the actor is what it came down to. And I could put creative input in, which is fine. I like doing that stuff. And so we go get it. We go to the vending machine and all they have is Dr. Pepper. We were trying to get Coke because Coke makes you classy. You get that little uh, alliteration thing going, but they had Dr. Pepper. It was a whole vending machine or just Dr. Pepper. Apparently that exists. So we get the Dr. Pepper and we go back and we shoot this epic commercial in a world where love is against the law. That's the first thing you hear in the commercial. It's black and white, and I walk into my dorm room, and I'm just, I look physically exhausted. And I open my mini fridge, and I pull out a Dr. Pepper, and then the voiceover goes, but then a new wind starts to blow. Everything's in black and white. I crack open the Dr. Pepper. Everything turns to a beautiful shades of color. 
in the background the entire time is the song from 2000, A Space Odyssey, also known as Ric Flair's entrance song. Dun, 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 dun. I take a sip. I do a head whip, look right over at the camera. Repeat, repeat. It was like three times in a row. Fireworks shoot off. We're then at the art gallery on campus. Me and a couple, I got a couple of my friends to observe art, pretend like we really knew what we were doing. Now I'm wearing my best clothes that I possibly have for a college student. I kn- I'm sitting on the couch. I notice the camera. I walk over. I adjust myself and I say, who would want five hours of energy when you could have class? And then the voiceover comes back. Dr. Pepper makes you classy. And then I think it's called, uh, it was a Frank Sinatra song was playing in the background at this point. I think it's called Live Until I Die. Um, yeah. And it, we managed to find on YouTube a clip of like the old school Dr. Pepper logo and use that at the end. Here's the thing. We got a good grade on the assignment. And when we posted it on Facebook, like I said, it had a small viral following there on campus. Uh, I have Since then, I have shared it on Facebook when it comes up on my memories. And I have had friends who do like marketing now for a living go, what in the world is this even, Brandon? Like, I don't understand what you're trying to accomplish here. I think it's pretty obvious. Let me know. Comment on this <laughs> on the link on Facebook for this episode. Do you think that commercial makes sense? Because I think we painted a very brilliant picture about how Coke I mean, Dr. Pepper makes you classy. It would have been better if we had a can of Coke. But Dr. Pepper makes you classy. People were, students on campus were even trying to, like, get Dr. Pepper to, uh, like, sign on and do, like, use it as a commercial. Like, they were tagging it left and right. I messed up when I was in college and miscounted how many credits I had. And instead of graduating in the spring, I technically walked in the spring and uh, ended up graduating in the summer. I had to take one more class, a week long, a week long module, which actually I believe is going to be the final class here on my seminary life as I wrap up working on my master's degree. It's called Local Church Ministry in the 21st Century. And I guess there is this part of me that's like, well, maybe I could petition, even though they had my transcripts and have already looked at it, I could maybe petition to get out of it. But there's this part of me that's like, you know what, let's retake it. I remember the books being for that class being really good. I still own those books for that class. It was different. I felt like a very small fish in a very big pond because it was mostly seminary students taking this class and then me. I usually sat near the front so I could take better notes because of my eyesight. This time I sat way in the back by myself. Thankfully, at least we had a good professor for the class. Hopefully we'll have Doc Rock for the online version. His name is actually Dr. LaJoya, but his first name is Rock, and it's kind of cool to call him Doc Rock, and I was the only student brave enough on campus to do that. And it's that type of stuff that got me awards. Not really. Uh, But every year at the end of the school year, one of the final chapels is is awards chapel, where they hand out uh, awards to the top students in each of the 
degree programs. And it works differently per degree program. Some of them base it solely off of academics. You are the highest graded, you know, you have the best grade or the best GPA of all the students in the usually business program or whatever. In it, but it works a little bit differently per each one. That day, me and my friend Nate, who I'm going to try and have him on the show here uh, in the future. He's a missionary in Uruguay now. We're walking together to the chapel service, and he's got this ridiculous T-shirt on, and I'm not really dressed nicely either. And he goes, "Do they would have asked? They would have told us if we're going to win this award, right?" I was like, I, "I guess." So then he won his award for the intercultural studies department. So then I'm just kind of sitting there, and I know. There's a couple guys in the ministries department who are uh, John Calvin prodigies. Maybe that's the best way to put it. They they had read everything that he had wrote and Spurgeon had wrote and you know, wrote and written. Sorry, it's early in the morning. I haven't gotten through my cup of coffee yet. There's these guys, you know, they're discipling students. They're always starting really good conversations in class. I'm thinking, okay, I know. I know exactly. To this day, I can see his face in my head. I know exactly who's going to win this award. And then they start talking. And slowly and sh- but surely, I'm like, oh, my gosh, I think he's describing me. And my roommate at the time, he was sitting next to me, leans over to me. He's like, I'm going to raise your hand. I was like, don't you raise my hand. And sure enough, they called me up. I was the 2015 Biblical Studies major of the year. My friend raised my hand as if I had just won a championship belt. And I went up front and got my nice plaque that is now sitting safely wrapped underneath my bed. Well, those are some of my academic stories from my days in college, like I said, for the most part, the good thing that came from this was a deeper theology of understanding who is God. God is our Father, and He is near, and He cares for us. And a lot of that came through the things that we were studying, the professors. I had some great professors at Grace, some men and women who loved the Lord and loved students. Grace was just small enough to have an intimate community of teachers, teacher-student relationships. So I just, yeah, I benefited a lot from that. Did I learn, you know, was predestination, not predestination, excuse me, pre-tribulation, rapture theology kind of shoved down our throats a little bit? Yeah, yeah, it was. Did I barely get through Greek? Yeah, yeah, I barely got through Greek. Was it really boring to take science matters? Absolutely. Everyone agrees. But there was some great good that came from the studies that or the classes that I took then. And I'm seeing that still a little bit here now as I work on my master's with four classes to go. Looks like our time is coming to an end here. So let's wrap this up for today. Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you are new to the show, Normally, yes, we talk about the stuff I'm studying in grad school, but I don't have a class right now, so we're doing this instead. And if you wouldn't mind rating and reviewing this show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever, just to make sure the algorithm knows that this show is amazing, please do that. Also, if you could share this episode with a friend, especially if you're a former Grace College student wanting to reminisce a little bit about the good old days, 
this is the place to do that. I don't remember what we're doing specifically next week. I know in the coming weeks, we've got an episode on the campus ministry I was involved in, my love life, my mental health, you know, things like that. So one of those I think is coming up next week. It should be a lot of fun. Again, you can follow the show on Facebook and Instagram at My Seminary Life Pod. Drop into the DMs there. Send us a voice memo on Anchor. Or you can always reach out, email seminarylife at gmail.com if you have any questions, comments, or concerns for me and the show. And again, you can find the link for our merch store on Instagram and Facebook where you can get some cool swag. Swag? Merch. I like merch better. The goal is Cooper's like doing that right now. I don't know if you heard that. Um, the goal is that by the end of the summer, we will have a Patreon established as well, again, to help support my family, help me grow the show, and also potentially give me the funds to continue my education. I've recently come into a um, professional opportunity to help grow. It's not pressing, but it would be helpful, and it does require money. Anyway, first things first, we got to get through. We got to get through this master's degree, right? Totally. All right. Well, I think that's it for. I think that's everything. Right behind this episode on the feed is a this month's bonus one more thing episode featuring my good friend Joshua Knoll on here to share some of his college stories as he beats up bushes and plays the most elaborate prank inspired by How I Met Your Mother that I've ever heard. You can check that out right behind this one on the feed. And like I said, next month, my good friend John Roy is going to be here to tell some of his stories as well. But that is all. Thanks for listening. And as always, keep on studying. (laughs) 